Tracy McGrady should be a top 75 all-time player. He should be in there over Damian Lillard. He should be. It's a reason why Jay-Z in the lyric, even though what we do is wrong, he says, bang like T-Mac. Bang like T-Mac. Bang like T-Mac. What, what, you know, whenever somebody says bang like anybody, you should be a top 75 all-time player. You should be. Let me tell you about Tracy McGrady, man. Tracy McGrady, okay, there was a five-year span where you can argue um, who was the greatest two-guard in the league between McGrady and Kobe Bryant. You, you, you get what I'm saying? Who's the greater point guard between McGrady and Kobe? And when those two played against each other, it was box office. Box office. A sight to see, man. I'm telling you. You know, you would have T-Mac giving it to Kobe on one end. And Kobe come back and give it to T-Mac on the other end. McGrady, six foot eight, six foot nine. You know, long athletic. Can shoot from anywhere on the floor. Can dunk on you from anywhere on the floor. <laughs> okay. Damian Lillard, yes, he has a lot of accolades. Yes, he is a great player right now in this era. You know, I had somebody tell me, you know, well, Dame hasn't played with any All-Stars. He played with LaMarcus Aldridge. You know, if he was that dude, why didn't LaMarcus Aldridge stay? But I guess you could say, well, if LeBron is that dude, why did Carlos Boozer not stay, right? Okay, fair. But... When, when, I tell you what, when Tracy McGrady played, you know, after he left Toronto, when he left Toronto, he went to Orlando, you know, you're talking about carrying a team, you know, he had a team in Orlando where he it was supposed to be him and Grant Hill and Tim Duncan, Tim Duncan ended up re-signing back with the Spurs. Grant Hill unfortunately got hurt. But what about um <laughs> when the <laughs> but guess what? He still got that team to the playoffs. Stepped this game up, became an, an an elite player. You know, averaging thirty a game. Average thirty a game in the playoffs. That's his career average in the playoffs, thirty a game. Y you understand what I'm saying? Oh oh and also McGrady was a good defender as well. Good defender as well. <laughs> Damian Lillard. His name really should be Amian Lillard because he plays no D. He plays no D. Tracy McGrady, man. Like. <sighs> you, you have to watch this dude play. You can't look at his highlights and then look at Dame highlights and then say Dame should be in there before him. I think what most people are going to say is, is that. Well, Dame can shoot fifty, can shoot three pointers from the logo. That's true. He can't shoot three pointers from the logo. I'm pretty sure if Tracy McGrady practiced that shot, he'll be able to do it. You know. But here's the thing about shooting threes from the logo. It's still a three. You don't get an extra point because you're shooting from the logo. You understand? And and, and really, th those are terrible shots. And see, the thing about it with Tracy McGrady, his shot selection was very, very smart and sharp. Mid-range game on point, man. You know, with Damian Lillard, you know, with Damian Lillard, you know, um, a lot of those a lot of those shots, it's like, come on, man. Now, if he's when Damian Lillard went out early on in his career, he would go to the basket, go to the hole. I don't know why he stopped doing that consistently. I don't know, maybe due to injuries or whatnot. But here's what I want to say, though. But when was the last time somebody even gave a damn if the Portland Trailblazers didn't make the playoffs or if they didn't, if they, if they wasn't contending? Like, if you're not a contender, you you know, if your team is, is not in title contention or people are not getting upset and they're not doing sports shows about, hey, man, why, you know, what the hell is going on in Portland or whatever? Why they're not contending or, you know, what the, you know, nobody even cares. It was one season, they was the number three seed and they lost to the number six seed, New Orleans Pelicans. 
Nobody even gave a damn. Nobody gave a damn. They barely even talked about that. You know why? Because guess what? Dame is not box office. He's not box office. Okay. You can say, well, it's popularity. Well, you're damn right. Popularity is part of it. It's top 75. You know, if um, if Iron Man, if the Avengers, if they don't save the world, guess what? The world's going to be pissed at the Avengers. Rightfully so. Whenever T-Mac didn't make the playoffs, when he was with Orlando or is it with the Rockets, or they didn't they didn't get first, they didn't get get past the first round. Guess what? Hey, they was ripping T Mac. <laughs> it was ripping T Mac. You know, Dame Lillard is a good player. He's a great player, but he should not be in top seventy five if Tracy McGrady is not. He should not be in top seventy five if Ben Wallace is not. Ben Wallace. You, do you realize that Detroit Pistons team is the only team that did not have a single player in the top 75? You know, because I had somebody tell me, well, Matt T-Mac never got past the first round. Ben Wallace won a championship. What about Chris Webber? Yeah, Chris Webber didn't make it to the finals, but that's because he's going up against Shaq and Kobe Lakers, man. But culture-wise... The moment Chris Webber touched down in Sacramento, you saw what it was. You knew what time it was. The moment he, you know, they became a winning franchise. He made players better. Who does um, Dame Lillard make better? Better. And also, you say he never played, he hadn't played an All-Star in seven, eight years. C.J. McCullough is all Well, he didn't make the All-Star team, but he puts up All-Star numbers. What about Dwight Howard, four-time defensive player of the year? Um, he actually got his team to the finals. Oh, it's not about finals. Oh, okay. Yeah. What about Kyrie Irving? Kyrie Irving is a champion. Yeah, okay. You go ahead and pick Damian Lillard over um, Kyrie Irving if you want to. Shoot. <laughs> Shoot. And the thing about it is, with Damian Lillard teams, when you expect them to win, they, they don't meet the expectations. And when you don't have expectations for them, his teams, they win games. But, anyways, T-Mac should be in that top 75 over Damian Lillard. I'm sorry. The thing about it is, hey, you, you know, most you know most people would agree with, um, yes, T-Mac should be in the top 75. Chris Webber should be in the top 75. Dwight Howard should be in there. But they're not willing to take anybody off. So you don't don't say this person should be in there if you don't know, if you have nobody you're willing to take off. That's who I'm willing to take off, Damian Lillard. Lillard. You know, it, it, it's, it's just not the same when you see when you see Isaiah Thomas, Chris Paul, John Stockton, Magic Johnson, you know, Russell Westbrook, and you see Damian Lillard. You know, people think Russell Westbrook don't... Okay, the dude has the dude is an MVP. The thing about it is when his team doesn't succeed, guess what? He gets heavily criticized for it. The reason why he gets heavily criticized for it is because people have high expectations for him. I don't see anybody highly criticizing Damian Lillard. And that, my friend, is why he chooses to stay in Portland. If you know, if you stay in Portland, just stay in Portland. You don't gotta keep saying you know, um, um, I'm, I'm about loyalty. He doesn't even sound happy. He sounds miserable. So if you sound miserable, how about you hold Port the Portland Trailblazers front office accountable? Bring in some better players. Bring in some all-star caliber players instead of just, you know, um, um, I'm loyal to the brand, to the fans, and all that. Like you don't sound like it. You don't sound like it. You know, I mean, Clyde. Clyde Drexler got got the Blazers to two finals. I'm just saying. Just saying. You know, when you have defeated Michael Air Jordan, Magic Johnson, and Larry Bird in the postseason, 
you can say whatever the hell you want as far as who's the goat is. You understand? Like, if Stephen A. Smith, Skip Bayless, Shannon Sharp, Marcellus Wiley, Emmanuel Acho, his brother Sam Acho, Max Kellerman, everybody, you, me, everyone, if we can can get on the airwaves and say and pretend that our opinion is more valid than others, you, you understand what I'm saying? Then guess what? When it comes to this GOAT conversation, hold up, you, you cannot question the validity of Isaiah Thomas' opinion. When it comes to the goat talk, hell, he can say he's the goat. <laughs> you you get what I'm saying? But see, the thing about it is that make his journey even more bad, even greater, even more tougher than Michael Jordan's or LeBron's. Because here's the thing: historically, Larry Bird has been in the goat talk. Magic Johnson has been in the goat talk. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has been in the goat talk. Michael Ed Jordan has been in the goat. Hulk. And guess what? While Isaiah Thomas was playing, guess what? He slayed goats. You can call Isaiah Thomas the, the freaking goat slayer. Do you understand what I'm saying? The goat slayer. You know, he had to go through that tough Celtics team to even make it out of the East. And guess what? They made it out of there. Made it out of there. Had to go against those Los Angeles Lakers. Showtime. Got him a championship against them. Oh, Kept Michael Jordan and those Bulls from um, getting to the finals. You understand what I'm saying? Force, if it wasn't for the Detroit Pistons and Isaiah Thomas, Michael Jordan would not, and Scottie Pippen would not have been hitting those weights. They would have gotten to the finals without hitting the weights and everything. They would have ran up on the Lakers. They probably would have lost to the Lakers because here's the thing. That was a mentally strong team. They wouldn't have been ready for those Lakers. They show time, but they tough, worthy. Oh, my goodness. Magic. Oh, my goodness. Kareem. Oh, my goodness. So, hey, man. He had, <laughs> you can't tell Larry, the story of Larry Bird's journey as a champion in postseason to play without including the Isaiah Thomas and the Detroit Pistons. You can't tell the Lakers' finals appearance with Magic Johnson and them in Showtime without telling the story of Isaiah Thomas and the Detroit Pistons. You can't tell the legacy of the Bulls without talking about Isaiah Thomas <coughs> and the Detroit Pistons. You, you dig what I'm saying? Because, let me tell you something. When they compare the road on who had the, the toughest road to, to championship between Jordan and LeBron, check this out. You have to include how tough the Pistons were. Because if you don't, then you can easily say, well, LeBron had the tougher road. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So, Michael, for those for those of us who root for Michael, who say he has the tougher road, I don't care who has the toughest road, man. You, you do what you do. You have to include your toughest adversary. Isaiah Thomas and the Detroit Pistons. It don't get any better than that. It don't. So, Isaiah Thomas, he can say whatever the hell he wants. And guess what? You can't question that because he played the game. He went up against all of them and beat all of them. So here's the thing. When the Magic Johnsons or Larry Birds or Michael Jordans, when they don't want to give Isaiah Thomas credit, well, here's the thing. Had I, had they had Isaiah, had they always beat it, Isaiah Thomas, they'll probably give him his credit. But they're not going to give him his credit because he was an actual threat, beyond a threat. He can say, say whatever the hell it was, say whatever the hell you want about me, bro. I kicked y'all ass in the postseason. <laughs> That's what you can say when you Isaiah Thomas. You know the real reason why Davis Mills had like one of the highest QB ratings this year is because over the other rookies, it's because you have Brandon freaking Cooks. You know, any quarterback that Brandon Cooks plays on, if it's a great quarterback, that quarterback is going to maintain his greatness or is going to – his greatness is going to improve a little bit when you have Brandon Cooks. If you're an average quarterback, he's going to help you become a good, uh, an above average or a good quarterback. All right. And, you know, a lot of, you know, out of the, all the other rookie quarterbacks, Davis Mills had the best wide receiver in Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks is a top 20 wide receiver in the league. The other rookies, they didn't have a top 20 receiver. Hell, I don't even think they even had a top 50 wide receiver. That's a, that's a legit number one. They have threes playing as a number three receiver playing as a number one, you know? So it's like, you know, when people say compare him, Davis Mills to Trevor Lawrence, I still don't get it. Like, 
it's a difference in the throwing mechanics. It's a difference. Like, it's like, come on, man. Like, how do you not see the difference? That's just like not, how are you not able to tell that, um, the Avengers movie is a whole lot better than the Justice League movie, you know, unless you're just a DC fan. Well, you know what? Maybe that's a bad comparison. How are you not able to tell that? Let me see. Let me see. What's that Endgame is better than the Eternals or No Way Home is better than the Eternals. OK, Thor is better than the Eternals movie. How are you not able to tell that? But OK, everybody sees different. I get that. I get that. I get that very, very well. But, um, you know, I think that's that's why Davis Mills numbers look as good as they do look. Now, he could be a superstar player. Maybe, maybe not. I don't think so. But when people say you got to be patient with them and stuff. Hey, man. Hey. <laughs> like, w w what the hell are we doing here? Are, are, are we are we just trying to just do a five year plan or are we trying to compete for a damn Super Bowl? That's the goal, right? That's the goal. That's the goal. Like, hey, you, you, you statistically, he's the last ranked quarterback in his division. If you have the, you know, when you have the last ranked quarterback in your division, you need to be looking to get a quarterback immediately. When you have a quarterback that's not top 15, you should be trying to draft the quarterback. You should be trying to sign a better quarterback or trade for a better quarterback. When your quarterback is ranked at the bottom five in the league, you need to be trying to look for a quarterback. You should not be saying quarterback is not the problem. I don't care if it's a rookie, second year, third year, tenure. I don't care. Now, with Davis Mills, I could see if he didn't have a legit number one receiver. He had a legit number one receiver, and you're still at the bottom? That is a problem. That is a problem. Also, what you have to factor in, there's not a lot of game film on Davis Mills. So the more he plays, the more teams going to figure out what's his strength and weaknesses and be able to dissect that. And he's still at the bottom? No. No. He'll be a good... And... and, and and, and I'm not saying he's going to be a scrub. And see, that's the thing. When you say, all right, I don't think Davis Mills is the guy that's going to lead this team to a Super Bowl, people think that translates into scrub. No, he's not a scrub. He's a professional football player. Okay? He's decent. All right? He's decent. But he's not top 15. Not top 15. Not top 15. And the Texans... We're going to need a top 15 quarterback, at least a top 15 quarterback in order to win a Super Bowl. That's the goal. That's the goal. Lovey Smith is 63 years old. This man is not trying to rebuild. This man is trying to win a dog on Super Bowl, man. Especially when he's been to a Super Bowl before. You know, well, one one as a D coordinator with the Rams, you know, and he bent to another one as a D coordinator with the Rams. And also he went to one as the coach for the Bears. So miss me with all that. Hey, let's give time for. Davis Mills, no, 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 no. You know, now if Davis Mills, like whoever the Texans bring in to compete for the starting job, if he outplays that person, okay, fine. But not hand, why are we going to just hand it over to him? They act like, the, here's the thing. Davis Mills is ranked at, the, at 29th or whatever. Now, if we have a, if I, def, if we had defensive linemen or offensive tackle or running back that's ranked in the bottom. People are going to be like, even if it's a rookie, we got to replace that. We got to upgrade at that spot. But when it's a quarterback, you don't want to upgrade? Miss me with that, man. You need to be trying to upgrade. Because I think we got a good enough coach to win a Super Bowl. Now we got to get a good enough quarterback. You got to get that. You got to get that, man. You got to get that. You know, it's... Forget this five-year plan, man. Nobody... Hell, we might not be living in five years. Well, each person, you don't know. So that's when I'm like, uh, no, you need to be trying to win now. You know, you shoot for the you shoot for the stars and you get the moon. Or you shoot for the moon and you get the stars, one of them. You know, we're we not about to shoot for the freaking eight-foot ceiling <laughs> in the shack. We're not about to do that. It's a good eight-foot ceiling, but we're trying to do bigger and better things. Come on, man. And that's one thing I can respect about Cowboy fans and stuff like that. They have their expectations. 
Like, if Davis, like, if people act like he came in and did what Tony Romo did as a rookie, whatever. If Davis Mills was their quarterback right now, and we see where he's ranked statistically, guess what? We need to improve the quarterback position. Hell, they doing that with Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott is a top 10 quarterback. At, at least a top 15 quarterback. We need to replace Dak Prescott. We need to improve at that position. That's what I'm saying. Work on improvements. Let's let's not settle for that. That's iron sharpens iron. Greatness. You think Michael Jordan, Tom Brady, LeBron James, Hakeem the Dream, Elijah Warren. You think those Aaron Rodgers, um, Patrick Mahomes, you, Russell, Russell Wilson. You think they're not trying to improve every year? Check this out. Here's all the teams that can potentially win a Super Bowl with their quarterbacks. Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, um, Tom Brady, um, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, um, Justin Herbert, uh, Matthew Stafford, um, Kyler Murray, um, 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 Joe Burrow, so thorough. You know what I'm saying? Like... I'm leaving out a few. It's some people. Did I say Josh Allen? Yeah, Josh Allen. Mac Jones. Who? Mac Jones. Who? Mac Mac Jones. Okay. Hell, even potentially Jimmy Garoppolo, Ryan Tannehill. If your quarterback is not on the same level or better than those quarterbacks, you got no chance of winning the Super Bowl. You got no chance. Oh, Derek Carr. You got no chance. <laughs> You got no chance. So what the hell are we tripping on? Like, let's improve this quarterback position. Final figure it, figure it out. Forget all this. Yeah, let's wait and build around Davis Mills. No, then you're going to waste all that other elite talent, those players that's great at their other positions and stuff for Davis Mills. No. No, we got to do better. We, we should want better. Got to do better. See, when you demand better as a fan, guess what? And as a student of the game, guess what? You tend to get better. From your, your team. So, like I said, if your quarterback is not top 15, you need to be looking for a quarterback. You know, when you have the last ranked quarterback in your division, you need to be looking to get a quarterback immediately. When you have a quarterback that's not top 15, you should be trying to draft the quarterback you should be trying to sign a better quarterback or trade for a better quarterback. When your quarterback is ranked at the bottom five in the league, you need to be trying to look for a quarterback. You should not be saying quarterback is not the problem. I don't care if it's a rookie, second year, third year, tenure. I don't care. Now, with Davis Mills, I could see if he didn't have a legit number one receiver. He had a legit number one receiver and you're still at the bottom. That is a problem. That is a problem. Also, what you have to factor in, there's not a lot of game film on Davis Mills. So the more he plays, the more teams going to figure out what's his strength and weaknesses and be able to dissect that. And he's still at the bottom. No. No. He'll be a good. And, 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 and I'm not saying he's going to be a scrub. And see, that's the thing. When you say, All right, I don't think Davis Mills is the guy that's going to lead this team to a Super Bowl people think that translates into scrub no he's not a scrub he's a professional football player okay he's decent all right he's decent but he's not top 15 not top 15 not top 15 and the texans we're going to need a top 15 quarterback at least a top 15 quarterback in order to win a super bowl that's the goal that's the goal lovey smith is 63 years old this man is not trying to rebuild this man is trying to win a dog on super bowl man Especially when he's been to a Super Bowl before. You know, well, one one as a D coordinator with the Rams, you know, and he been to another one as a D coordinator with the Rams. And also, he went to one as the coach for the Bears. So, miss me with all that, hey, let's give time for Davis Mills. No, 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 no. You know, now, if Davis Mills, like whoever the Texans bring in to compete for the starting job, if he out plays that person okay fine but not hand why are we gonna just hand it over to him they act like the, here's the thing davis mills is ranked at, the, at 29th or whatever now if we have a if i def, if we had defensive lineman or offensive tackle or running back that's ranked in the bottom 
people are going to be like, even if it's a rookie, we got to replace that. We got to upgrade at that spot. But when it's a quarterback, you don't want to upgrade? Miss me with that, man. You need to be trying to upgrade because I think we got a good enough coach to win a Super Bowl. Now we got to get a good enough quarterback. You got to get that. You got to get that, man. You got to get that. You know, it's forget this five-year plan, man. Nobody, hell, we might not be living in five years. Well, each person, you don't know. So that's when I'm like, nah, no, you need to be trying to win now. You know, you shoot for the, you shoot for the stars and you get the moon. Or you shoot for the moon and you get the stars. One of them. You know, we're we not about to shoot for the freaking eight-foot ceiling <laughs> in the shack. We're not about to do that. It's a good eight-foot ceiling, but we're trying to do bigger and better things. Come on, man. And that's one thing I can respect about Cowboy fans and stuff like that. They have their expectations. Like, if Davis, like, if people act like he came in and did what Tony Romo did as a rookie, whatever. If Davis Mills was their quarterback right now, and we see where he's ranked statistically, guess what? We need to improve the quarterback position. Hell, they doing that with Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott is a top 10 quarterback. At, at least a top 15 quarterback. We need to replace Dak Prescott. We need to improve at that position. That's what I'm saying. Work on improvements. Let's let's not settle for that. That's iron sharpens iron. Greatness. You think Michael Jordan, Tom Brady, LeBron James, Hakeem the Dream, Elijah Warren. You think those Aaron Rodgers, um, Patrick Mahomes, you, Russell, Russell Wilson. You think they're not trying to improve every year? Check this out. Here's all the teams that can potentially win a Super Bowl with their quarterbacks. Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson. Um, Tom Brady, um, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, um, Justin Herbert, uh, Matthew Stafford, um, Kyler Murray, um, 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 Joe Burrow, so thorough. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm leaving out a few. It's some people. Did I say Josh Allen? Yeah, Josh Allen. Mac Jones. Who? Mac Jones. Who? Mac Mac Jones. Okay, hell, even potentially Jimmy Garoppolo, Ryan Tannehill. If your quarterback is not on the same level or better than those quarterbacks, you got no chance of winning the Super Bowl. You got no chance. Oh, Derek Carr, you got no chance. <laughs> you got no chance. So what the hell are we tripping on? Like, let's improve this quarterback position. Final figure, figure it out. Forget all this, yeah, let's wait and build around Davis Mills. No, then you're going to waste all that other elite talent, those players that's great at their other positions and stuff for Davis Mills? No. No, we got to do better. We, we should want better. Got to do better. See, when you demand better as a fan, guess what? And as a student of the game, guess what? You tend to get better from your, your team. So, like I said, if your quarterback is not top 15, you need to be looking for a quarterback. You know, LeBron James still never moved the power forward. I'm just saying, to accommodate Russell Westbrook. He still never did that. Like, LeBron James is putting up all these big-time godly stats, which is, which is cool and all. But what happened to you helping to accommodate Russell Westbrook? You know, I mean, this is apparently what this what was reported. What LeBron James said and what AD said. He said they said that AD said he'll move to the five, and LeBron said he'll move to the four. If that's what it takes to to make it work for the Lakers for Russell Westbrook, didn't do that. When is he gonna do it? Is he gonna do it? I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying that's what LeBron said, according to the report. I'm not making this up. That's what was reported. We supposed to believe what's, what was reported, right? <laughs> you know? Like, what happened to what's best for the team, not best for you? But, yeah. He, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, I don't think there's a, any power forward that can guard LeBron. LeBron is six foot nine, 260 pounds. I mean, he can hold his own against any power forward, I believe. So... I don't know why. You know, is he? Does he not want to go to the post, LeBron? You know, oh what? He won't be able to take as much many three pointers. What? Like what? What? He doesn't need to be taking a lot of three pointers. You, LeBron James, bully your way to the basket, catch the ball down low in the post, and go to work. Watch some Karl Malone footage. <laughs> he could be Karl Malone 2.0. You know. 
But it gets physical down there. It gets physical down there. It does, but that that's what he was supposed to have done, right? He's supposed to have, you know, like, so when they talk about, okay, um, LeBron and his people, that's the rumors. They wanted Russell Westbrook traded. Hold up, man. Hold. You're going to trade him, and you're not going to do what you can to help make things better for him? Go to the power forward spot. How about you do it for, for the first half or something, you know? Get the game flowing. Help establish, establish you and his dominance out there, you know? If you ask Russell Westbrook to go to the four, Russell Westbrook will go to the four. He bars none. That's what I love about Westbrook, man. But a lot of people, man, they just be, I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah, I, I, I just thought I would point that out. And speaking of LeBron, he had mentioned the possibility of returning back to Cleveland. The door is open. But, I mean, damn, if you're the Cleveland Cavaliers, shit, do you even want him back? Do you want him back? I'm not saying they shouldn't take him back. That's their business. But do you even want him back? Like now, if you're the owner, Dan Gilbert, he still owns that team, right? You know, you got a pretty good team. You know, you should, you want it, you know, because here's the thing. If Dan Gilbert is able to win an NBA championship without LeBron James, you know, then <laughs> it helps. it helps his rep. It does. He can say, hey. He brought a championship here, but guess what? You know what? We we got one too without him. You know? And this is why he's still playing in the league. And he also mentioned that the door is open for him to turn. Is that why LeBron James wants to come back? Because doesn't it benefit LeBron James more if um the Cavaliers with Dan Gilbert as the owner do not win a championship without him? It kind of waters down his goatness in Cleveland a little bit, doesn't it? Just a little bit? His impact? You know, the chosen one? You know? Think about that. Think about that. Think about that. Okay, so let's check this out. With, with Avengers Endgame, Tony Stark, like Dr. Strange said, out of 14 billion, 14 billion ways scenarios, the perfect scenario for it to happen is for Tony Stark to sacrifice and do the snap at the end. Okay. So what if an event like that happens again and then come to find out? You know what? Actually, <laughs> Star-Lord could have did it. Or Thor or whoever. Spider-Man could have done it. That minimizes the importance of Tony Stark a little bit. You know? You mean tell me? Um, Garland, Mobley, um, Rondo, um, Allen, you mean to tell me they got Levert, Gerald Levert, I mean, Karis Levert, you know, they got him, you know, they, you mean to tell me, hey, they can go out there and they'll win a championship? And what if they win a champ? what if they face the Warriors and beat the Warriors, right? They can say, hey, we beat the Warriors one too. <laughs> but, I mean, whoever they face in the finals, if they make it to the finals, that would be significant. So if if you're Cleveland, you, you do realize in order to get LeBron James, unless he comes signs a small deal as a free agent, you know, you're going to have to give up on that talent that you have there. Even if you brought him in and you was able to afford LeBron James, you know, that talent, their, their numbers is going to be down. Somebody's playing time is going to be down. You know, you have to play LeBron's way. He's the he is the system. He is the system. Are you willing to willing to do that? But yeah, man, that that right there, it's like, you know, it makes you wonder, like, what what's LeBron's motivation in talking about leaving the door open to come play for Cleveland? What what what's what's his what's the what's his intentions behind that? You know, like they they moved on. Like the GM for the and the president for the Cavs, they mentioned when LeBron left that second time. Hey, we, we had to do a lot, man. We was at the bottom. Now they have risen. They've become better, you know. And they, they was able to, to get up get up out of LeBron's shadow a bit and be like, okay, this is the first time we've been competitive and have a winning record without LeBron James since, like, what? The, um, the what? Mark Price, Brad Doherty, Hot Rod Williams days, Craig Elo days. You know, 
So that, that, I find that very interesting. It's very intriguing. Very interesting. Now, I don't mind LeBron James saying that, hey, any team who drafts his son, you know, he's going to come play for that team. I, I don't mind that at all. You look out for your kids. I don't know how good Bronny is. I don't know how good he can be. I know it's normally tough, like normally when you have a parent who's a top-notch, who's an elite player, great player, good player in one sport. Normally the kid goes and play a different sport. So he or she is not being compared to their parent, you know. So, But, you know, I don't know how much pressure this young man can take, but, you know. Um, and, and I really haven't paid attention to how good of a player he is. And I think it's hard to tell when you're in high school or in the AAU circuit and stuff like that. I hear some people say he, he, he'll be like a, he's projected to be like a late first round or second round player. Hell, the way I look at it, man, as long as you get freaking drafted, you know, and then you get in where you fit in and make the best of it, you know, that's the way I look at it. Um, so if that means you, you're getting LeBron, well, shoot, you can have a lot of teams looking to do that that's probably going to increase the probability of him being drafted higher because who wouldn't you know who wouldn't want lebron james on the same team with his son you know should i think that'll be pretty cool but yeah that's you i mean you hadn't helped in setting your your help to set your kid up for for big time wealth for long time wealth so why not and you know, if there's anybody who can get that um, one year in college or in a, or in a, prof- in a minor professional G League type situation, wave it's LeBron James. I mean, look at how much he's done for the league, man. He got a lot of people paid, done a lot for the league, you know. So, so I got no problem with that. People say it's nepotism. Ah, okay, whatever. If your dad could get you in like that, hey, you're not gonna be hollering nepotism. So, just let it be. Let it be. But yeah, I, I think that's, I think, hey, I think that'll be a real good idea. I think that'll be awesome. That'll be awesome, you know. Hey, I wouldn't mind my Rockets drafting on Bronny. Hey, put him with Jalen Green, Kevin Porter Jr., Alpillion Shingun, bring LeBron over here. Let's get a championship. Let's get a freaking championship over here, you know. I, I don't mind that. I wouldn't mind that at all. That would be cool. That'll be good for the league, good for the, great for the Rockets. You dig? Yeah, you can dig that. <laughs> but yeah, think about that, man. You know, you you know who wouldn't want to put their kids on? You know, who wouldn't want to do that? I know I would put my kids on if I could. So, you know, miss me with that if you if you're not about doing that. So, but yeah, I, I wouldn't mind that at all. So there's a report that says multiple teams would trade for Deshaun Watson. If he did not have those legal issues pending. Well, duh. <laughs> I mean, duh. And, and that and that pretty much that translates to no one's about to trade for Deshaun Watson because those legal issues, it's not about to go away anytime soon. They were just talking about the other day, a legal a couple legal experts were saying that, you know, this could go on for another year. You know, but everybody's pressed on this to get, you know, they think that it's a failure that, you know, they think that it's dumb that, you know, um, it's not getting done, taken care of before the draft. Check this out, buddy. Clearing your name. Guess what? You don't care about no NFL draft or trade deadline. Um, if if you're on both, if you're the, if you're the, the, the 22 women, 23 women or um, if you're Deshaun Watson and then you're each of their lawyers, you don't give a damn about no NFL draft. You don't care about that. No, you're not about to. Rush your work because of that, because people be like, oh, you, you, you need to draft. Uh. Nah, that young man is trying to clear his name, and those ladies trying to get justice. Each one is trying to party is trying to get justice. Okay, and I hope honorable justice is properly served. Okay, because I have no idea what happened. I wasn't there. It seems like we're going based off he said, she said. I don't know who to believe, you know. But I hope justice is served. You know, hopefully the, if they have a jury or whoever the judge is going to be, you know, hey, they, they call it fairly, you know. But, um, you know, that, of course, teams would trade for him. And that's why I believe, that's why I go back and say they're not getting a huge draft haul for him. Because if you expected me to trade for him and these legal allegations is going to continue, well, guess what, man, like, 
you know, you costing me money and I got to hire um, a extra publicist to keep this going in a positive direction and all this stuff. So, hell no, I'm not giving you three first round picks. I'm not giving you two. I'll give you one and I'll give you a third round pick. That's what I'm going to give you, you know, because it's a lot of risk going on right here. So, you know, that's the way I look at it. You know, too many people are just looking at it from the Texans' perspective. That young man has a no-trade clause. And he's still getting paid. So, hmm. I think the I think Deshaun Watson is going to end up being a Pittsburgh Steeler. Here's why. Okay, the Steelers, number one, they don't mind entering the season with Mason Rudolph. So, they're not going to, you know, they're not about to budge on whatever offer they're, trying to, they're going to make for him. And it's not going to be three first-round picks. Maybe two, maybe two first round picks for them. But um, here's why I'm looking at with the Steelers. See, because a lot of team, most team, the other teams, they're not going to trade for Deshaun Watson while his legal issues is going on, which means they're not going to trade for him because that those legal issues are not going anywhere for right now. Okay, so if you're the Texans, you got to get something. You have to get something. You can't go into next year with this situation. And here's the thing. If you're the Texans, you're going to pay him 35 mil to sit down. He hasn't done anything wrong as far to that, that, that you can say, well, they have a right to take away his wages. They can't. You're going to pay this man 35 mil to not play? Huh? Or you're going to say, hey, you know what, Pittsburgh, we'll take that, that first and second round picks you offer him for this year. Or we'll take that second round picks for this year or whatever, for next year, you know. I'm telling you, that's what's going to happen. All the students may say, hey, you know what, man, we'll, we'll give you two first round picks. Because we believe we can get a Super Bowl with them. It'll be worth it. We don't want to not get a Super Bowl potentially because we didn't give up a, a second round, a, a second first round pick. Oh, well, well, you know, you know, the, 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 the Los Angeles Rams, they gave up three first round picks for Matthew Stafford. Yeah, Matthew Stafford didn't have any legal situations pending. You get what I'm saying? So, I think the Steelers are going to end up getting Deshaun Watson. I think they have. I think they have the best chance out of everybody else. You know, because everybody else, you know, um, they can't afford to take that risk. That kind of a risk. With his legal situations going on. And then it doesn't matter. Multiple teams. But if he didn't have his legal troubles. And if he just get it resolved. He's trying to get it resolved. His definition of being resolved. Is getting his name cleared. Not settling. That's the key. So. You know. And I can, you can't knock him for that. Most people if they're in that situation. They want to be cleared of that. You know. So I don't think. Um, no other team is going to be trading for him. They're not. They're just not. Not not for no three first round picks or four first round picks. Texans gonna have to lower their offer. Well, if that's the case, then that's probably the Texas way of saying, "Hell no, we're not trading them." And that's probably is the case. That's the Texans way of saying, "Well, we're not trading them." Instead of saying no, you say, "Well, man, give me four first round picks." Okay, well you can't have them. You know, they're just like, um. You ever ask someone out on a date and say, hey, you, you want to go out? You want to be my boyfriend, be my girlfriend or whatever? And they say, hey, um, when hell freezes over. So you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> so the Texans pretty much with their give us four first round picks, a huge draft haul. That's their way of saying when hell freezes over or when the world is about to end. All right, because. It's better to say that instead of saying no. Instead of saying no. They're saying when hell freezes over. <laughs> That's so that means that they're, they're probably not trying. They're probably not going to trade them. They're probably not trying to trade them. You know, that's their way of saying, hey, you know, you got to make me an offer that I can't refuse. Oh, well, then we're not trading them. I think that's what it is right there. Yeah, think about that, you know. Think about that. You know, but see, as guys, you know, I know as guys, as men, most of us, you know, you tell us, 
um, when hell freezes over, our response is, so you're telling me there's a chance. You know, you let hell freeze over. I'm coming to knock on your door. Bam, bam, bam. You remember what you said? You said you go out with me. You know, so another team, they're going to have to figure out a way to give up four first round picks. With him having these legal, this legal situation going on. So we'll see how that goes. We will see how that goes. Should Lamar Jackson play without a new contract? <laughs> no, he should not play without a new contract. This dude here is one of the most elite wep offensive weapons in the league, man. Dual threat. Okay, a dual threat. He can pass it. He can run it. <laughs> dual threat. Defenders hate guarding a per person player like Lamar Jackson. All right. This guy here, man, this young man here, let me tell you something. All right. He plays to win the game. Okay. He will put his body on the line to win the game. So guess what? Don't put your body on the line to win the game and not try to get you a new contract. And not try to get a new contract. I don't know how much he should be making. But he should be making top three. Top three quarterback money. Okay. People say, oh, but he doesn't have 35 touchdowns. Okay. Listen, if you're on the defensive side, if you're rushing the passer, and you have to think about if that passer is going to take off running. Oh, man, that is difficult to deal with. We're talking about degree of difficulty to guard, to contain. Do you understand? He's not going to always be in one spot where the D lineman, where the D defensive lineman can just get him, you know? So, yeah, you pay that dude big dollars. Pay him, pay him big dollars. Um, his contract, well, Josh Allen signed his contract, what, last year? So his contract, it got to be more than Josh Allen's. You can put them on the same level, but Lamar Jackson won an MVP, Okay. Josh Allen hasn't won an MVP. Yeah, he got some MVP votes, played like an MVP. He did not win MVP. Okay? They don't just hand those out to anybody. Okay? So you got that incentive. You got all making all pro teams. You got that. Um, you got all-star. You got pro bowls. Okay? Playoff appearances. So, yeah, you're going to have to, um, yeah, they're going to have to fork up some money before he plays. That's if I'm Lamar Jackson. Don't take that kind of risk. Go out there and play, and then you end up getting hurt. Especially when you're you're a quarterback who you know who can who can run. Also, a lot of people want to say he's just a running back. No, he can throw too. He can throw too. You know, don't don't get don't get don't get get it twisted just because the dude has blazing speed. That's all he's capable of. No, and the moment you get that twisted and think that, well, think about it like this: he doesn't have a Stefan Diggs like um, Josh Allen, right? He doesn't have a Tyreek Hill. His receivers are not on those receivers' level. Imagine if he got a receiver on that caliber. Ooh. That would be insane in the membrane. But yeah, def most definitely, you do not, um, you do not, you know, you pretty much stay in your house until you get your new contract. All right? In life, when you have leverage, people, use it. Use your leverage because... That leverage you have is not going to be permanent forever. But if it's you're the strongest person, you're not going to always be the strongest. You're not going to always be the fastest. You're not going to be always. You're not going to always be the most handsomest. You're not going to always be the most beautiful. You know, you're not going to be the most anything all the time. So when you have leverage, use your leverage. Draw your leverage when you can. Because that's part of showing strength. Getting leverage. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So most definitely, do not, do not play until you get a. New all right, so we're going to close the show out with this. I'm going to say this for the last freaking time. Russell Wilson is a Seahawk. He's not coming to, to the Commanders, to the Eagles. You can keep your four first-round picks. You can give us ten first-round picks. We do not. We are not trading Russell Wilson to you, okay? Why would he even want to go to Philadelphia anyway? Why? Philly, y'all had the chance once again to draft him, but you didn't. You snooze, you lose, okay? Washington Commanders, no, no. Why would Russell Wilson want to go play for a team where the owner, you know, is known for doing sexual harassment and stuff to the, to his employees? Come on now. 
Who do you think Russell Wilson is? Come on now. Really? Why would he want to go do go play for that team? Why would he want to go play for the New Orleans Saints? Y'all don't have Sean Payton over there. What do you want to play over there for? Michael Thomas, the lead receiver, doesn't even want to play over there. Why would he want to go play over there, right? New Orleans is a very, very fun city. So I'm pretty sure him and Sierra is going to visit New Orleans, but that doesn't mean he wants to play over there. Come on now, that's a difference. Really, people, you know? Who else? What's the other team? What's another team they keep pointing out? Um, the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> are you serious? Now, people already talk about the Seahawks talking about um, Russell Wilson and Sierra. They want to leave Seattle because Sierra can't really do concerts there. Yeah, she can do concerts in Cleveland. Huh? She can do concerts in Cleveland. Hell, LeBron James didn't even want to stay in Cleveland. Shoot, you saw Odell Beckham left Cleveland and won a championship. So why would Russell Wilson be trying to go to Cleveland? Ah, ah. Who else? What's another team? I, I think that's it, right? That's it. Listen, and they want to say, oh, because, you know, he changed his profile pic on Twitter to a picture of him and his dad. What's wrong with that? He loves his dad. God rest his dad's soul. My dad died as well. I was 23 years old. My dad died. So if I post a, so if he posts a picture of his dad, so he, so guess what? So that means he doesn't care about Sierra and their three kids, right? Come on now, what 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 what's up with that? It's not like he pulled a Kyler Murray and just erased it all Seattle Seahawk related anything off his timeline. He did not do that. So Russell Wilson is a Seattle Seahawk. The man just said last week he play, he want his he plans on winning three more Super Bowls in Seattle. Okay, so Commanders, Eagles. Browns, find your own doggone QB. Leave our quarterback alone. Work out your issues with Baker Mayfield. Try to develop um, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is good, right? Jalen Hurts is good. He's real good. They should focus on that. Taylor Heineken is pretty good. Focus on that. Oh, you got Ryan Fitzmagic. Where's all the Ryan Fitzmagic, man? The Dolphins are crazy for giving up Ryan Fitzmagic. Washington have them, and they're trying to improve the quarterback position. Go figure. <laughs> I mean, miss me with all that, man. But we're going to close that out on episode Student of the Game podcast. Once again, thank you all for tuning in. Peace out.